Hey everyone, welcome back. Another episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Whatever. We have Brandon, Kendall, and myself, Brian, here. And we're going to bring you stories that have nothing to do with us and probably are moderately funny and conversational. But, Kendall, <laughs> tell them where they can find us. You can find us on Instagram at goodbadwhateverpod, all lowercase, all one word. You can find us on Twitter at GBWpod. You can find us on Facebook and our Podbean page for previous episodes and show notes. Well, all right. All right. Oh, I gotta wait for that, Dan. I can yeah. turn it back up. <laughs> I'll turn it up yet. But, da, da, da. All right. So this episode, we've got. I guess I'm gonna do the good this time. Yep. Brandon, you've got the bad, and Kendall, you've got whatever I want to yeah. talk about. Which I'll means... go with your your Spanish theme is the no bueno. Oh, bueno. All right. Jumping into it, the good. So I thought because this seems to be kind of more and more in the conversation is artificial intelligence. But in Madrid, Spain, there was an article that said AI technology used to describe anonymous historic works at Spain's National Library Archives has uncovered a hidden gem. A previously unknown play by one of the nation's greatest authors, Felix Lope de Vega, was found. The National Library said on Tuesday, experts later confirmed that the Baroque playwright and one of the most prominent names of the Spanish Golden Age wrote this play, La Francesca Laura, a few years before his death in 1635. The manuscript stored in the library's archives wasn't really uncovered until AI started to search for information it was being asked for. So I guess what's kind of cool about the story is a lot of, you know, is AI good? Is AI bad? I mean, well, here we have a handwritten story from 1635 that would never have been known it was in the archives had AI not directed itself to go search the archives. So I thought that was pretty cool because it's kind of like an indication that like, I mean, again, good. We've got a new play that apparently Spain's most famous playwright wrote that we had lost track of. Right. Lost forever. But I also think it's a good vote towards like AI isn't all about machines taking over the world. I mean, it just found something that our best people for 400 years couldn't uncover. Because it couldn't find a knife, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, I liked reading So I did that. the next best thing. Because yeah. I'm not like an AI advocate. I'm not against it. I mean, I'm sort of trying to figure it all out like everybody else, but it's like, eh, sometimes I don't want to hear, like, the Terminator reprise. I just want to hear right. what can it do, and that's a cool thing that it did. Yes, and right. AI's in its early stages, so it went with the Wiley Coyote and yep. put the play underneath a big rocking above it. <laughs> and when we can't find <laughs> Brian, when we can't find Brian Cranston's whitey tidies, like it'll find them. Yeah, I was looking for those. <laughs> But no, I just, yeah, it was just one of those where it's like, I thought that was a, a different good because it wasn't like an animal or it was just like, wow. No one gets saved. Just a play. Yeah. But still. 400 years later, 500 years later almost, it's discovered. Yeah. Then or a, rediscovered. Then a, so I, I guess it was at one point uploaded into a something. Yeah. So I read on in the article. I didn't want to read the whole thing because it was a very long article about it. Yeah. So when they started documenting what was in the archives... They started loading that in, but apparently it wasn't the way it was done. It wasn't set up such a way that like the whole play is submitted, mm. but a description of it was, but it wasn't accounted for in then what they had in their inventory. So it wasn't discovered until the AI like searched everything that was in there and actually narrowed it down to say, this is a play that stands out that isn't any of the ones you've got documented. And they went back and checked and lo and behold, they find it. So that would have probably gone thousands, probably would never have been discovered. 
until we. It feels like a it. librarian's dream, you know. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I would. Well, if we can find my car keys, right. just let me know. <laughs> what it could probably do is start your car remotely for you. Right, and drive it too. That's fair. I'll take that. <laughs> if we can get the garage door open, I would be totally happy with that. Because yeah. apparently my keypad on my garage doesn't like me. So. Well, maybe it not only would do that, but it would have the refrigerator take you hostage when you get in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come here. <laughs> Damn it. All of a sudden it would roll <laughs> itself in front of the door. So you can't get out. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's If we can solve the garage door <laughs> issue, I'd, I'm all for AI then. Yeah. <laughs> My Shopify has done an update where it'll like write product descriptions for me. I just have to put in like short sleeve tank top woven and it'll be like, avoid those hot summer days. <laughs> I'm like, this is amazing. Yes. <laughs> Saves me so much time. Yeah, I've actually used it for some of that. And it's, it is kind of amazing. It's like, wow. <laughs> right. Like I just kind of reword it a little bit so it doesn't sound like a robot wrote it. Yeah. So I can put my, so I can say I wrote it. Right. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Exclamation point. Bam. I did that. Kind of. That sounds like something I would say. Yeah. Get out of my head. (laughs) All right. All right. Got the bad. Yeah, I was trying to stall because I need to pull up my... uh, Okay. I don't have to read it because I remember it. Perfect. (laughs) So, the bad story, of course, is out of Florida. But... About time. A man gets arrested. A 65-year-old man gets arrested for assault and battery for dumping two glasses of water on his brother's head because he ate his key lime pie that he had sitting in the refrigerator. That's it. <laughs> How do you get arrested and have a 30-year sentence for dumping two glasses of water? Didn't hit him, didn't punch him, didn't do anything else. I've heard people piss on somebody for far less than that. Right? Yes. Yeah, so he's facing a possible sentence of 30 years for dumping water. There there should be somebody that walks around and looks at this and says, 65-year-old man, two glasses of water, and the dude ate his pie. And just says, like, yeah, we're not going to listen to this case. It's out. Right, no. Y- y'all settle your own issues Worst domestically. Case, pay a $100 fine and yeah. go home. Yeah, like they say. Buy him two bottles of water and he can replace your pie. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he, he basically said, the brother said, well, he'd left it in there for several days. So, you know, finders keepers. <laughs> that makes me, that reminds me like that Friends episode where Ross got all upset because yeah. Monica made him the moist maker sandwich with like an extra yes. layer of gravy dipped in the sandwich. He's like, that's my sandwich. <laughs> my turkey sandwich. <laughs> and then he finds it like half eaten in the trash can. Yes. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> it throws it out. Yeah, so... <laughs> I mean, the crazy part is he literally walked in, saw him eating the pie, grabbed a cup of water, dumped it on his head, went back, grabbed another cup of water, dumped it on his head. Oh, see, I read that as like he had one in his hand, grabbed his brother's and like dumped it. No, actually went and filled the glass up and dumped it on his head after he saw that he ate his pie. I wanted it to be much more dramatic. And I love that like, (laughs) I love that he made the on the spot call that what's tit for tat is you eat my pie, you get two glasses of water, not just one. Right, right, like I'm so angry. I'm going to make an extra effort to to go back and get a second glass and dump it on you. Right, I'm so upset I'm going to walk into the kitchen. Yeah, it was something weird in there because it said that he dumped the water on him to cool him off for being angry. I was like, well, the guy that got dumped on was the one that was eating the pie. So didn't exactly make sense. Right. But the one who But he is 65. I mean. Yeah. The one who had the water dumped on him feared that it was going to escalate into a physical altercation and possibly kill him. I said, if he's starting with water, he ain't going to kill you. Yeah. (laughs) 
And if he's taking the time to go get another glass yeah, of water. Yeah, he can get up and walk out. I mean, out. if it's water right. from a fire hose, then I might be a little <laughs> more suspicious, but this is a poured glass of water. Yeah. If it's a water followed a, by a, a water balloon slingshot maybe. or something. <laughs> yeah. A super soaker? Yeah, no, don't just a glass of water. 30 years in jail. I feel like you can do way worse and get a far less sentence. Oh. Yeah. Well, this is the same as like those two old ladies That's that were feeding saying. cats. You could feed cats and get far less sentence. Right. <laughs> It's still dumb. Yeah. Like, Very. It's still like the punishment far outweighs the crime. Yeah, they said because of his age, he might only have to serve three sentences if he makes it that long. But <laughs> that's like 30 years for dumping water. If I knew that going into it, I'd have caused some serious damage. Right. Like if I'm so down, down. How many years does the city get when they blow my fire hydrant out in the front lawn? <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tear my grass up. Yeah. How long it took me to get that grass right? <laughs> it's still not right. No, or they come and spray spray paint all over it and then spray it on my driveway. I'm like, dude, <laughs> we can all see the line. You don't need to go across my driveway. Right. And I didn't we even eat your key lime pie. Huh? I didn't even touch your key lime pie. Yeah, I didn't touch your key lime pie <laughs> or your turkey sandwich. <laughs> the moist maker. <laughs> so, moral of the story is if you're going to do something, go big. <laughs> Because yeah. you're going to get 30 years. You're going to get 30 years anyway. You're going to get yeah. 30 years. Just make it worth it. Yeah. At least a punch <laughs> in the face. <laughs> oh. oh, all right. So. Is it that time? Do we on. need a drum roll? It's time! <laughs> <laughs> For the Alec Murdoch update. So we are on week five of the trial. That was only supposed to last three weeks. And I got to be honest. These YouTube, I've been watching it on YouTube, and it is the most boring thing I've ever watched in my life. I want, I want a chutney scene in Elwood like so bad. <laughs> I want her to be like, or I want him to like get <laughs> aggravated and be. I didn't mean to shoot Paul. I meant to shoot myself. Or Did something. you order the code red? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like I just. He did it. He I, did it. He gets up on the stand and he's like, first of all, I got to tell you, I'm a lying liar who lies and I stole a lot of money from a lot of people and I'm addicted to pills. And he's got these dumbass nicknames for everybody and everything. And I know I feel like he's doing it because he thinks it's coming across as like, I'm just a good old Southern boy. And like everyone calls me Big Red and my best friend is Roro and I call my kid Paw Paw and like, shh. <laughs> no, like no. you're evil. You're manipulative and you're a lying liar. He is I've only seen like five seconds of his testimony. It's and he's hard a, to watch. He's a mess. He's just like twitching around on the yes. stand and like wiping his nose and eh, I'll just, I'll just, just I like, think what's he's, happening? He's going for the certifiably insane plea. Well, I think he's going for the it was serious opiates plea. And it's like I'm my life is so messed up because of drugs that like you can't I'm not really at fault. It was the drugs yeah, made me do but it. By the way, if you pour water on somebody, you get thirty years. What do you think you get for capping a few people? I don't right. care if you're on drugs or not. Yeah, it just he's a he was a mess. I'm like this dude is so I wouldn't have put him on the stand. No, and he was on the stand for like three days in a row. Yeah, he's just like I said, he's just. I think he might sweating be sweating and <laughs> just like, come on, man. Yeah. Well, and what I really wanted to see, I like watched it the other night while I was making dinner, was Buster Murdoch's interview because he's been relatively quiet. You don't hear about him other than the phone calls where he tries to tell his dad not to tell everything. <laughs> and 
he he is a terrifying human being. There are missing links in there, nobody's home. Like there is no soul behind those <laughs> eyes. And it's like his brother and his mom are murdered. And you would have thought he was talking about the insurance guy he met once. It is chilling. And it's just the most like casual conversation I've ever watched. Yeah. The only person who seems even remotely upset is Maggie's sister. She's actually like, there was a conversation. Maggie called her the night of the murders, driving from Maggie's Beach House in Edisto to Moselle, the property where they were they wound up being murdered. And she calls her sister because the grandpa at the time had like taken a turn. They were basically telling everybody it's a matter of time. There's nothing else we can do for him. All these things. And so the sister recalls a conversation where it's like had called Maggie with the news and asked her to come home because they were going to go visit the grandparents or he wanted to go visit his dad that night and he wanted Maggie to go with him. And she didn't want to go. And the sister is telling Maggie, like, no, you should go. Like, you should support your husband. You should support your father-in-law. Like, be a good friend. This is an awful moment in time. Like, you should be there for them. And Maggie didn't want to go, which tells me Maggie knew more about what was going on than she was letting on to anybody. And so the sister is obviously devastated because she's the one that talked her into going. Right, the one who talked her into being there that night. And it's like, that's not something you make up. Like, that guilt is not something you're, like, putting on for a show. That's a thing you carry Unless forever. you're really good. Right. <laughs> right. And, like, she she's not. She is upset. And she is the only one who is upset. And also, so the whole reason Maggie's there is to visit the grandpa. <clears throat> so the plan is they eat dinner and they're going to go over to the parents' house. Well, they eat dinner and then Alec falls asleep on the couch wakes up a couple minutes later doesn't see anybody and just goes on to the parents house without him and it's like who does, I'm, that? Hey, who does that if that's your plan for the evening that's the whole reason these two people are at this house is you guys are going to go visit your dying parents you know one last time or whatever and you just are like oh you wake up and like oh well she's not in the kitchen i guess i'll go on without her yeah. I don't buy it. Yeah. That is to well, me whatever else, whatever the cell phones say, whatever the cuz his cell phone is like mysteriously off this whole period of time. Her cell phone has all kinds of weird movement and they've pinpointed down the murders to like 8:50 p.m. And after 8:50 it's like the phone is it's tried to get unlocked, it can't be unlocked, like the camera's activated for like face ID. It doesn't come on cuz it's not her face. It is like it takes a couple steps the orientation changes almost as if it was like thrown which they found it in the woods so like it was thrown like all they've managed to track all of the movement to like tie up to like someone takes it out of her pocket and tries to get rid of it like within minutes of her dying but like whatever all of the other information is as a wife if my husband was like, hey, this is the plan for tonight, and it's a thing I'm not really wanting to do, but it's the whole reason I came out to this place to do it, you better believe you're not leaving me here. Or falling asleep. Like, as yeah. a juror, that's the sticking point for me where it's like, he did it. He did it, and you can't convince me otherwise. Well, and saying, I, oh, yeah, I was there. 
Right. Well, and I, this is going back a minute to like your comment about, I can't remember the other guy that you said like isn't, wires aren't connecting. Oh, the buster. Yeah. He just so, looks, look at his eyeballs. So I it's can't, terrifying. I can't remember if this was Ray Lewis, a linebacker that played for the Ravens, or it was a boxer, but they used football and boxing as the comparison. And they were being interviewed and they asked him like, I mean, these are big, strong, fearsome men mm-hmm. out doing whatever they're doing, either boxing or football. They asked him like, is there anybody in the NFL that you fear? Or, you know, is there a boxer you would fear getting into a fight with? <clears throat> and his answer was no, <clears throat> mainly because I know another football player is going to approach this, follow these rules and then do it. Like, yeah, they may blow me up, but they're not going to like, I'm not worried about what they're going to do to me other than a natural injury yes. or a boxer. Right. Like, like we're playing yeah, the same game. If I leave my face exposed, he's going to hit it. I know that's the case. But he mm-hmm. said, but like people that I fear aren't football players and boxers. They're people like Charles Manson that like their physical stature isn't intimidating, but their willingness to go at lengths that other humans wouldn't go to do what they want to do. That's scary. Yeah. You know, like, And it's like that type of like, I can't see the connection in their eyes that they understand that there's like boundaries involved. Like that's why people fear those people so much is they're capable of doing anything that you wouldn't even fathom as logical. The total lack of empathy, the total lack of compassion, anything, just total cold calculated. It's it's so cold watching like Buster and Alec talk about, and Alec puts on a good show of like crying in his seat when like they cut to him, like people are talking about her injuries. Quick, you're on screen. Injuries. Right, and you he know. makes a good show of like looking upset, listening to people. But when Buster and him both are in the witness stands, they could be talking about the weather report from two weeks ago. It is the most like uninterested, and it's just wild that it's like, yeah. that's your mom. That's your mom and your brother. And I admit, yeah. little brothers are annoying. But- yeah. Not that you annoying. Could, right. You can punch them in the face and then they're fine. You know, like I'm just right. probably shouldn't do that. And like they were like, close in age. They did a lot of things together. Like yeah. they seem to have a closer sibling relationship, but it is just chilling to like the way they talk about it. You never seen The Godfather? They had to yeah. take care of Alfredo. Yeah. <laughs> Fredo, sorry. Yeah. But for me, it all just goes down <clears throat> to like the only reason she was there was to go visit his dying dad. And then he goes and visits without her. And the dad's not even at the house at that point. He's been moved to like a hospice situation. Right, right. Because I remember the whole thing is he wasn't, he never even admitted to being there that he went and. His whole story was like he wasn't there at all. Yeah, because he went to go visit his mom, which would not be his dad. And had no proof that he was there. Right, like his alibi has been blown to bits, left, right and center. Yeah, now he was there. Right. And now he was there like within seconds of what they're believing to be the actual like time of murder. Correct. And they said there was something on he said on the son's phone where yeah. he was in the background like seconds or minutes before. Yeah. So the uh, I've watched a lot of videos. So the, <laughs> I'm invested. I'm so invested. And now there's a Netflix that. documentary out there, which it's kind of infuriating because they're missing a lot of really important details, I think. If I was in charge, I would do it differently. But, and so a lady was in here Saturday talking about it and she was like, yeah, so what's the trial? When does it even start? And I was like, do you really want me to tell you? (laughs) (laughs) Because we're gonna be here all day. Yeah. But So the son 
one of the son's friends had a dog that was at the kennel. It was like a hunting dog. And something had happened to like his tail or his leg. And they were treating it there. And so the cell phone video is Paul taking video of the dog's like injured, injured back area. And in the background, you can clearly hear like Maggie and Alec talking also about the dog. It's like all three of them are kind of standing around it. You don't see him, but it's there's three clear voices. And they've now had two or three witnesses like verify that like yeah that's his voice bobo right <laughs> bobo bro well, bro and i'd also say too to netflix defense and i'm not really out to right. defend him is <laughs> your level of lack of detail that they're displaying is not the average person's like right <laughs> most people would be like this is a great story <laughs> and it is it's like i want it to be like a movie series and but I want him to get all of it. I Kendall's want him to get, vying like, for narrator Stephen of the story. Stephen Smith on the side of the road. I want him to tie it to Gloria, the housekeeper. I want to tie it to the paralyzed guy the, whose breathing machine all of a sudden came unplugged right after Alex visited him. I tripped over like, it. Right. Yeah. Like, those things don't just fall out of the well, wall. Well, Kendall, <laughs> I'm not a life coach, but it sounds like you need to get working on a manuscript. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I mean, a book. This yeah. story is I mean, meant to be told, but it's looking for guys, an author. Yeah. I've been telling you guys the story since 2021, I well, think. I'm telling you. Just <laughs> you know, it would really help the podcast out if you did this, too. <laughs> we'll go on a promotion tour. <laughs> we'll draw some cover art. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we'll get that AI fired up. Right. <laughs> Murder, redhead, dumb old man. See Murdoch. <laughs> Oh, that's good. It's just, I'm disappointed that there hasn't been this big, like, explosive moment in court because that's what I want. She's, I love a flair for the like, dramatic. where's the glove don't fit? Where's right. that moment? Like, I want her to, like, scream and point and, like. So let me ask you this because he said he's a, a liar who lies and he stole a lot of money. So that means he's already guilty for. Yeah, he's definitely well, he's incriminated himself with all of his financial well, Yeah, but so that, I mean, it's got to put him in jail for 30 years. I mean, but I'm also, I'm sure when, cause we're, this trial is just for the criminals, like the murders and then the financial crimes is all still to come. So I wonder if like his whole like drug, you know, adult brain and all of this stuff isn't going to somehow build into his defense case for the financial crimes where it's like, I was out of my mind and I can't be held responsible. Cause look, I even admitted it on a murder charge. Like, yeah, I don't know if it works that way. I don't either, but for him, it seems to work. It only works if you have an email server. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. I, I didn't know. <laughs> right. So I don't know. I just wonder like how long they're going to play this. Like I'm the king of the world, so I shouldn't really be. In yeah, I don't know. I don't know that's going to go very far. And I don't know that. I don't think. I mean, I don't think it will work, but they're definitely. I, I mean, at this point, I think they're just heavily. throwing things against the wall, hoping right. one of them will cast enough doubt that they maybe think he's get a hung jury or right. just something indecisive. That, yeah, or, or stumble upon something said wrong to get a mistrial or something like that. Yeah. yeah, that can be the only. I mean, you're so screwed at this point. Right. And he did it. He did it. He did it. He did it. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly, well, I mean, he and it. he's in, an, in a non... Allegedly. Yeah, right. but I mean, in, in, in a way, though, it, he he's it. almost admitting it by saying, like, he's a liar, I'm on opioid. Like, you're basically painting yourself into a corner and that your only defense is... It's not my own doing. It's because of these drugs. Yeah. Right. I and he says a lot of things like, right. I would never intentionally hurt anyone. I would never intentionally cause pain. I would never intentionally kill anybody. And it's like, 
We're not talking about intent. You either did it yeah, or you your didn't. Your past intent because you did it. Right. So, like, that's kind of a thing now. Right. And, like, you can't prove intent, but we can prove whether or not you did it. Yes. Very much so. And so it's just listening to him talk about them and just, like, the way he says things and the way he, like, tries to minimize everyone by using, like, nicknames. It It's just hard to watch. Like, he's hard to watch. Well, like I said, he's he's so twitchy and, like... Yes. Moving around, I'm like, what is... He looks like someone turned a person inside out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's actually a good way to say it, because, like, I mean, he does... It's, it's not normal. No. He's too pale. He's too red. He's too... He's inside out. I mean, I'm offended by some of it. <laughs> like, I was going to say, you're hitting, hitting a little yeah, close I mean, to home over there. But, hey, I wasn't there, I promise. You have spark behind the eyeballs, okay? <laughs> this is a completely different... Most of the time, you're right. <laughs> Brian, where were you that night? Right. <laughs> 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 Promise you I was not there. Yeah. I didn't know even what happened until yeah. I met Kendall. Also, he's like 6'5". Like, he's a big Not guy. me. Yeah. <laughs> the shadow wouldn't line up on the nope. cameras. <laughs> I wouldn't get caught walking out of that Taco Bell yeah. <laughs> by the door. <laughs> <laughs> well, they always have those, like, measuring yeah, sticks by the door. I don't know. He's between six foot and seven foot. Right. <laughs> it's a Yeti. Yes. Sasquatch. <laughs> like, he's a big dude. And just oh. terrifying looking. All right. So you got to keep us posted as you keep going. I mean, this is my only source. Yeah. I've abandoned all news media on this because I've got Kendall. Well, there. So the trial is still happening today. Last I heard, or on Friday, they were hoping to have it wrapped up by Tuesday so the jury can start deliberating. So it, stuff should be happening this week. Well, maybe on one of our recordings, when we actually have conclusion that you're going to share, mm -hmm. you can hear the... As the champagne pops and we all start oh, pouring glasses. Oh, I have some in the back yeah. right now. <laughs> I was I almost felt like that story needed a flute behind it. <laughs> well, what'll be weird is when Kendall comes in and like, I've got the whatever today, and there's like she's not very excited yeah. about it. And oh, it won't be sadness. It will be. I'll have to. You'll have to come get me from Walterboro. Is what's gonna happen? Well, no, but once the whole trial's done, I mean, then you're gonna have to like find a new topic. I know. I there's got to be a murder somewhere we could talk about. Yeah, we haven't really covered what's happened in Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> there we go next on the agenda Kendall's Although, got her box of murders yeah. <laughs> Although I over. haven't really looked into that one too much because I've been so obsessed with Murdoch I mean where do you have time? It consumes right. all I mean time. 18 hours a day on one, one crime I mean you can't have time for nothing I did it, YouTube was running for like four hours the other day because I just had it on while it was like steaming <laughs> Do you go to bed exhausted sometimes? Yeah <laughs> I'm dizzy and I'm exhausted. Most of the time, for sure. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But <laughs> I don't know where I'm at right now. Yeah. It's just, it's so messy and it's so deep, but it's also so, like, wildly satisfying that, like, it's just crumbling. Like, all of it. He's had too much power for too long and... Well, the whole family has. Right. Yeah. The whole family's had it and they've, they're just entrenched in it. Like, there's drone footage, a guy was standing out near Moselle like the day after the murders happened and he flew his little drone up over it. This was in the Netflix documentary and he caught like John Marvin, one of the brothers and the other brother and Alec all toting like rifles and hunting guns like out of the house into a truck and the truck like drives away. And so I don't think it's weird that like the actual murder weapons are missing in the now trial. Because that's what it keeps boiling down to is, right. oh, well, you know, that could have been anyone's Blackout 300 
or whatever it's called because we ours is missing it's like well but this guy has it like time stamped like hours after the murder that you guys were just hauling off guns for you know, no reason casually. as one does after a yeah. murder happens on his property <laughs> starting to sound like this is peculiar yeah, yeah. who would have thought all right so i give kendall's update <laughs> <laughs> I this so when we say we're not prepared, I mean for my other two stories. Those I just pull out of a hat. Well, whenever she has a whatever, she's ready to go. It's the good and the bad that she struggles. Yeah, with. the good and the bad. I'm like, okay, how can I not make this? Because I want to make my good Murdoch's in jail. It's like so bad. Well, that can be your good one of these days. <laughs> it will. <laughs> so, all right, guys, I think that wraps it up. 